As things change, other things stay the same, like Ohio Lottery scratch-offs, from small tickets to big tickets, from bright colors to flashy themes. There's something for everyone. Big wins make big stories, but it's the millions of small wins every day that make life-changing memories. And your biggest win will come by following the state-recommended safety protocols during this special holiday season. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. AKMJ Wells Production. Big girl, big talk. Big girl, big talk. See the confidence when I walk. When I stand, I stand tall. Ain't no limit, I can do it all. Big smile, big hips. Big bag, long trips. Showing others how to get it. Changing lives is the mission. Big girl, big talk. Queen Rashonda Taylor coming to you live and fresh on a Wednesday. I'm so bold. I'm gonna drop this this episode today. I'm so bold I can do that, and um, I'm so glad to be on. Let me tell y'all. I know you guys miss me. I've been trying to get it together, but I am committed today on this Wednesday that I'm gonna get some episodes in. I'm gonna go ahead and feed my tribe. I know you guys been like, "Where's she been doing? Why she don't got no episodes?" You'll see me on this person episode. And um, shout out to Slim. Converse, uh, sit down with Slim. Um, I shared an episode with him. That was a dope episode. Also, shout out with conversations with Mo. Make sure you go follow these people on Instagram. We has a few dope episodes. Also, Conversations with Lamp. I just recently did that on Father's Day. Great episode. And didn't even know this guy was all the way in California. Like, he has a connection with some awesome podcasters here. Um, He saw me on their podcast and reached out to me, and I just was on his podcast. So, shout out to Lamp. Um, What's up? What you guys got going on? I have an interesting special treat for you guys today. I have a gentleman here. Um... By the way, of my homegirl, Krizia, shout out to Krizia. She was supposed to be a part of the show, but I'm going to get her back on on another time because we we have a very good chemistry. Um, I don't know, we'll talk about some good stuff, some girl stuff, some mental health stuff, because that was the plan for today. Um, but she shared with me um, a story from one of her friends, um, and, and it was very intriguing um, because it, she was sharing the story about him and having low self-esteem. Now, how often... Do you hear a guy share about having low self-esteem? You know, guys, they macho, you know what I'm saying? They they wanna they wanna be the alpha. They want to be uh perfect, they want to be flawless, they wanna be strong. Rarely, well, you know what? Times are changing. I'm gonna pull that back. But it was once upon a time when 
a guy showing his emotions or sharing things was 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 non-existent. But hearing this gentleman's story, it was like, huh, let me get him on because I definitely want to see and hear more about him. And this is Mr. Chris Green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, ma'am. What's up, Chris? Hey, man, I just like the way you just introduced me, man. You like that? Hey, look, it's over with now. We ain't even got to talk. I just like that right there. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Thank you so much for Chris for taking out your time. Listen, he don't work a full-time job. He done went and worked out. And then he was like, okay, I'm going to come and sit down and have a conversation with Rashonda. You could be doing anything else, but you decided to just come chop it up with me, and I appreciate you. So I had to edify you. Well, I appreciate you <laughs> inviting me to it. Thank uh, you. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Such a pleasure. So tell the audience. So my audience, I don't uh, particular now have a particular set of people that watch it, so they may or may not be familiar with you. I so kind of share, you know, I know we gave your name, Chris Green. Okay. So tell me a little bit of your background, where you're from, and what you do. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm from Burke County. Um, I'm actually a law enforcement officer. Bird kind of bird dog. Yeah, yeah, that's it. A bird dog capital. Bird of the world. Dog. I ain't, haven't seen one bird dog yet, but we the bird dog capital of the world. Um, law enforcement. I've been law enforcement for over uh, 14 mm-hmm. to 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, was married, been divorced for two years, mm-hmm. uh, learning a single life. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much, and, and learning. I'm finding look myself. How, look how quick he threw I live in a single yeah, life. Hey, yeah. hey, <laughs> hey, I'm available. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, now, let me tell you something now, ladies. He's a little fine now. He's a little fine now. I ain't going to lie. Was, okay, I like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> y- y'all saw how my voice got high on that one there. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> but, you silly. But, yeah, but but just just, just um uh during this time, I had a chance to reflect on a lot of things, and I had a chance to find myself, find my new identity, um, because a lot of times when you in a relationship, you lose that identity. Yeah. And, um, when you get out of relationship and you start to find yourself, you start to, uh, you start to work on yourself and you start to, uh, uh build yourself back up. Like I didn't have tattoos before. Now I have tattoos. Yeah. They um, look hot on your arm. I seen it. I, you know, hold on. I got to flex a little bit since you yeah. said that. I don't know. I was looking at it when you first came in. Yeah. I said, oh. Then I got angel wings on my back. And so I'm through now with the tattoo. That, okay. That, that hurt. Um, but, I don't have no tattoos. You don't? No. We'll work on that. Because no. you, you're already getting a look. Now you get a tattoo on the arm. That's going to look right. That's going to look right. I don't desire it. I mean, I had my nose pierced twice. Okay. And it fell out. But it, that hurt. But I could do that again. Okay. But tattoos are a little bit different for me. I don't know about tattoos. Oh, for real? Hey, well, hey, look. All, all, you know, uh, well, one thing about it. We'll see. Because you might, two, three years later, you might, you might come I back may. and say, hey, I got one on my wrist. I may. I, mean, I'm in, I don't know. I don't like pain. You don't? I don't like pain. Well, I think I don't like that. I don't like that kind of pain. I got you. I got you. I understand. <laughs> it, it do hurt. I'm not gonna sit in that like it don't hurt. Uh-huh. It do hurt, but I don't know why. I guess I like it. I mean, I, I hate it, but I like it. I, to me, I guess it's a stress reliever. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it, it takes. I guess I do it when I'm feeling a certain kind of way, okay. um, and then it helps me to relieve that stress. Mm-hmm. That's a bad way to do it, mm-hmm. but at the end, end process, I like the results that come out from it when it happens. Quick question: Were you born in Waynesboro? Yeah, I was born born and raised. So you went to Waynesboro Elementary. Uh huh. Was it Blakely Elementary? Yeah, Blakely. Yeah, yeah. I went yeah, to Blakely. Yeah, went to Blakely. Now the, the only different part about that is I actually graduated in North Carolina. Okay. Um, I stayed back twice when I was young. I, I played around the school. I didn't take school serious. Okay. Uh, when my grandmama got sick, she wanted me to go ahead and get myself together, so I did. Uh, she died before she can see me make up my grades. Okay. But I went to North Carolina. I actually did four grades in one year. So oh, wow. So one year, I was able to graduate on time. Yeah, I did ninth, 10th, 11th, and 12th grade all in that one year. 
I had to go to summer school. I had to take ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth grade math. Uh-huh. Then I went to a magnet school. Okay. Now that was the, the the worst part for me going to the magnet school. It was all pregnant women, and they let I was from out of town, so they allowed me to come. So my first experience. All pregnant women. It was a lot at, at magnet school. It was um. It was called. Uh, I want to make sure I said the name right. Charlotte Mecklenburg. It was called. I can't remember the name. George T. Harris. Okay. It was called George T. Harris, and most of the women that went there were pregnant. Were pregnant. Uh huh. Um, my first day going there, I walked in the lunchroom and I saw a lot of pregnant women, and they were looking at me like I was the one that got them pregnant. <laughs> so that kind of messed me up. So from then on, I just brought my lunch to school and <laughs> ate, ate by myself. But but I graduated in, in the year two thousand. Okay. And if I wouldn't have did that, I'd have been graduating in two thousand and two. Okay. So it worked. It, it it all worked out. Wow. You know what? It made it just really put my story to shame because I dropped out eleventh grade. Not. I mean, what you did is what you did. But I'm sitting here like, damn. He don't went. He did all this school term. You know, in in a compressed amount of time. I dropped out eleventh grade. I was like, forget it. I was pregnant with my daughter. <laughs> like the women in the yeah. school. I was pregnant with my daughter, and then I was like, up. Uh, uh, just after I got my class ring, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go ahead and drop out. I'm going to go to work. It just like seven years ago, I got my GED. Well, uh, that's nothing to be ashamed about. I, oh, I, I'm not ashamed. Yeah, I was about to say, because guess yeah. what? You ought to be proud of yourself because a lot of times people don't go back because they feel like they're too old. Mm-hmm. And I would tell you this. You're not too old to accomplish anything you want. Mm-hmm. And that's an accomplishment. You know how, how smart you have to be to get your GED? Ma'am, let me say something. I'm, I'm just, yes, because you got to make a certain score in um, math, mm-hmm. in science, mm-hmm. in English, in reading, and they teaching you that within a couple of weeks. Well, let me tell you about me. I didn't. Even, I went to a class one time, and I felt remedial, and I was like, I, I'm prideful. I just felt like I was too good to be in there, even though I did. I was just as equivalent with them not having yeah. it. I just felt like, mm, nah. So I went and bought a GED study book from Barnes and Noble, and I skimmed the book. In all in that big old thick book I paid about $30 for, the only thing I really learned was the process elimination. But let me tell you about me. Common sense brought to common sense have, have taken me a long way. Common sense. And the process of elimination is common sense. That's it. And then with the test, I took that test. I passed all parts of the test except for the math on the first go round. On the second go round, I passed the math. Okay. So within just basically two uh test taking moments, I passed my test. Just so, common sense. Right. <laughs> I got the clap on that Look. one. There you go. Look, there so you I, go. Didn't, I didn't do no class. I just flipped through a book, and I was like, man, fuck it, let go. But but, but I'm going to be honest with you. You you chalking it off to common sense, but it's still, I, I chop it off to intelligence. Because everybody common sense ain't so common. Yeah, that's very, very true. So I'm going to say that. <laughs> so, I mean, it took, uh, took a lot for you to even be able to eliminate and make a process, too. So I count that as intelligent, uh-huh. smart. And just making good choices. Yeah. yeah. And common sense. Yeah, common sense. And common yeah, sense. That's dope. That's dope. <laughs> so let's so um this was gets getting good already. So the like I said, so what was intriguing about the story, just sharing, like I said, is that, you know, men with low self-esteem. And I'm someone that's always sharing my my story when I battled low self-esteem, when I was voiceless, you know, and to hear a man say that, I, I just wanted to get more of that backstory to like the low self-esteem part. And to see you now, you know, it be, I will look at you like, ah, he better with low self-esteem. Well, well okay. <laughs> but, like, it's always a story to everything. So it's like, kind of take me back to, um, like, when, take me back to a place where, like, you kind of started to feel like, damn, 
I'm not worthy. Okay. I'm not as good as the next person. Okay. Um, before I take you there, could I just say one thing real quick? Absolutely. Um, especially with men, I remember a statement you was making about men. Um, this is the thing about, I, I feel like, um, that, that mess a lot of us up, and this is the stigma that I'm trying to get out of. It's okay to show your emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a real man will cry if he have to. Mm-hmm. A real man will admit when he's hurt if he have to. Because when you hold all that in, all you're doing is – you. Hurt people hurt people. Right. So when you hold all that in, all you're doing is taking that to someone else. Mm-hmm. So um, the reason why I'm sharing my story is because I went through it, and I want to be able to help someone else go through it, and I realized that it's okay to cry. It's yeah. okay to be angry. It's okay to feel these emotions. It's okay to tell your brother, hey, man, I love you. We act like we scared to tell each other we love them because if we do, we think that person might think that we like them in that mm-hmm. way. No, I you tell gay. Yeah, they, they would think that. But see, the thing is, I'm at the point where I tell all my friends and my guys that I come across, hey, man, I love you, bro, because I do. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate them being in my life. And I'm not af- I'm not afraid to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but all right, back to uh, what you no, was asking no, me. But, but, I, but I want to say that because we do. We get to the point where, you know, because, I mean, why not show love? Why not lift each other up? Why not be positive? You got so much negative in the world. We don't need to be negative towards each other. Right. Um, but, um Back to what you were asking me. Um, mine started off as a child. Um, I was always called ugly. I was always picked on. I was bullied. But what really set me apart to really have low self-esteem was the people that I didn't expect to do that. Growing up in church, I didn't expect for one of the church leaders to pull me to the side and just call me ugly straight up. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. And 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 I was a young kid when she said that, being rejected by women. Um being rejected by um, people, period, being bullied. But see, what I realized and what's happened to me to grow now is all of those were strategies of Satan. Mm-hmm. It, it was his strategies to get me to believe a lie. Mm-hmm. Because by believing a lie, you're accepting that lie is your truth, and that becomes your reality, mm-hmm. but it's still a lie. Mm-hmm. So what I had to start to do or what I learned was I had to separate uh, truth from the lie. Mm-hmm. And by me doing that, my actions started to uh, pretty much change towards what I believe. Because whatever you believe, you're going to act towards. Right. If you believe you're worthless, if you have low self-esteem, all that will lead into insecurity. All that will lead into being controlling. All that will lead into being jealous. All that will lead into sleeping with anybody you can because you think you ain't worthy enough to have someone mm-hmm. that look nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of that plays a part into who you believe you are, uh, that plays a part into your value system. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that, you know, makes sense with what I'm saying. Yeah, listen, yeah. <laughs> listen, I'm listening to myself talk because I'm hearing it from a male perspective. Yes, okay. And that's true. Like, you know, my, my self-esteem started when I was younger myself, and then it kind of built on and on and on. I'm just really discovering the last few years that I really had low self-esteem. Yeah. When I think about, like, when we think about how we are now to how we was years ago, like damn, I wish I would have recognized this a yeah. little bit sooner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but 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 isn't it a good thing? Isn't it, uh, it's great when you go through a growth process. Yeah, it, it's amazing, and I don't think I would appreciate it mm-hmm. as much as I appreciate it now. Maybe I didn't know what to handle with that newfound information or that new discovery five years ago, ten years ago. Yeah, you know. But whatever <laughs> it is, I mean, that's part of our story. So that's why I'm saying, like, so even like with with women. I can understand more with women with us kind of taking that those things from childhood and carried along.
But I mean, with men, I would be like, okay, they can brush off their shoulder, keep it moving. Yeah, and and, and that's a lie. A lot of them are act like that, and a lot of them would say that they can, but they they hiding it. Um, they trying to cover it up. That's almost like sweeping dirt under a rug. Mm-hmm. You sweeping a dirt under the rug, but the dirt is still there. It's still dirty. No one see it. It's covered up. But if they remove it, they're going to see all that dirt piled up. Yeah. And that's almost just like um, the parable that uh, Jesus gave when he was given a parable about the whitewashed tomb, mm-hmm. how it looked clean on the outside, but it's dirty and filthy on the inside. Right. Come on so, now. Yeah, Come I mean, on you now. Know, yeah, I mean. Come but, on now. <laughs> Throw that word Yeah, but now. I'm not, you know, yeah. <laughs> but, 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 I mean, that's, that, that's, that's what we're doing. Like, mm-hmm. um. And and it goes back to it, it's almost like having a a a, a, a cut on your arm mm-hmm. or a wound, mm-hmm. and instead of stitching it, fixing it, dealing with it, um, you allowing it to continue to just keep opening up, and every time it, it keeps opening, you, you continue to bleed. Mm-hmm. So the wound is never gone. Mm-hmm. So I I learned to be truthful with my feelings, how I feel at that moment and that time. Get it out there. And mm-hmm. and that's what got me to the point where I got at, and, and I can explain that later too, dealing with my situation with my divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of times when guys try to cover things up, and, and I'll tell you another thing about guys I realized too um, with some of them, we don't, some, we don't want to be accountable a lot of times, and we don't want to have the responsibility that we're supposed to. And what I mean by that is if you got to have multiple women, that's saying to me that somewhere down the line, you're afraid to be accountable and responsible for that one woman and that family mm. unit. But what's wrong with that? It's a lot wrong with that because God didn't intend for us to have multiple women if you married. Okay, if you married to one woman, okay. it's a difference between married and single. Right now, and but then again, you got to look at it too. If you're single, at least do it with a purpose. You're having a purpose in mind, and you're trying to find that right person that you can connect with and spend life with. But I'm I'm speaking on the part mm-hmm. married. Mm-hmm. If you married and you water your own grass at home, it can look as green as the grass you think you see on the other side. Right. It'll reflect it. It'll mirror it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you got to water it, though. Yeah. And, and it can. Right. I'm listening to Why are you looking at me like that? No, I'm, just, I'm, 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 just waiting on, I'm, I'm just waiting on you. I mean, I don't know. I don't, no, you yeah. talk. You good. You no, good. okay. You talk. Look, you, 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 what you're doing is you're feeding me information that I've been seeking because okay. I've been in the process of, like, I wanted to know more because it's like, I'm dating, and it's like when a woman dating, and she's trying to know more about herself, she also want to know more about the man she's that she wants, what she wants in her life, some of those characteristics and attributes. So while I'm listening to you, I'm like, yeah, because I've been hearing this. Everything I've been hearing, men have been saying the same thing. So it got to be true. Yeah. But we women, we ain't listening. <laughs> yeah, it is. I, I, can, I can say that. So, like, so with you battling with the low self-esteem, so, and you know, and you showed me that when you was married, you was married how many times? No, no, just one. Just one time, right? Yeah, okay, no, my bad, just, my bad. Just one time. So, like, with that, like, you were saying how you, you know, with, the, with just battling with everything, you kind of was like, it wasn't the best. Yeah, no, you know? I, I, I wasn't. And you and you were saying, you were talking about the jealousy. Yeah. You were talking about the controlling piece. Um, what else you were talking about? You were talking about, oh, even the part of being jealous. And, oh, okay. with, with my kid's father, like, when you was talking to me about that, I could relate in so many ways, but hearing it from your perspective, it kind of, like, just rings in my ear 
because he had his peace and he was so jealous. But he had self-esteem issues and that jealousy was crazy. Like he used to, we wasn't even together, and he used to run people off. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he would fight people. He would show up where I'm at on a date. You know what I'm saying? And be like, oh gosh. So if I meet somebody, I had to say, hey, this is me, and hey, you may possibly have to meet my baby daddy. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I know yeah. we're talking about two different situations. You were married, but like, like, what? why? Like what? Okay. Even I know you said low self-esteem, but give me the real deal on, like, why, why how you figured that was going to do some justice in your marriage. Okay. Well, well I'm going I'm, to I'm, I'm, um, start off by saying that um, uh, when you were the jealous guy, and I just want to put this out there to a women, w- w- uh, to the women out there, when you were the jealous guy, um, no matter how faithful you are to him, no matter what you're doing, in your eyes, in his eyes, you're going to always be cheating. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be the mailman dropping off the mail, and he catch the mailman mm-hmm. coming at an hour that he think he's not supposed to come at an hour where you're sleeping mm-hmm. with him. Um, you can be at the mall walking around and not even looking at the guy in that direction, and he'll say, hey, um, oh, I see you looking at him. Mm-hmm. You, what's wrong with me? So no matter what you do, when a person have low self-esteem and they jealous, you can never prove to him that you're faithful. So you're going to be fighting an uphill battle all the time, because you're going to always be cheating in his eyes. I, I mean, you can be. So we, so there's nothing that we can do. So there's no. nothing that we could be better at. There's nothing that we could try to be more of. We can do less than that. That's actually going to satisfy. No, I mean, because he, he's going he, to always find something. Mm-hmm. Because in his mind, you're a cheater. Mm-hmm. In his, and, in, and in a lot because of cases, of- they doing the same thing, too. Right, so so what you're saying is even so, if you battling so the a man is battling his mind with his with his own self, which is causing him to you know yeah. not value himself as much. So there's nothing in nothing in a, in his mind that his woman can do for him that's going to help him no matter what. Unless he realizes he have that issue, there's nothing she can do. You can be home all day, don't leave the house, stay home, clean up, do your normal kitchen mm-hmm. duties. Don't leave the house. Mm-hmm. Don't, uh, uh, okay, don't take any phone calls. Mm-hmm. You come home, you been somewhere. Mm-hmm. Who you been with? Mm-hmm. Who this guy called? An old friend. You can be walking with him in the movies. And an old friend you seen in high school, haven't seen after that, say hey to you. All of a sudden, hey, how you know him? Oh, y'all must be getting together. So were you that guy? Yeah, I was. And so in those moments, when she, when you, y'all could just be walking in the mall together and then somebody glanced. And look like you would you would flip out on her? Yeah, I would. I would ask her, and instead, and, and the dumb part, instead of flipping out on a guy, which I mean, you shouldn't flip out on him either, because people gonna look, right? And they have the right to look, right? Um, but yeah, I, I, I did back then. I did, and 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 like I was saying, that was because of everything that was instilled in me when I was small, and I didn't even realize that it had an impact when I got older. Mm-hmm. Um, if I saw her, I can be I can be standing in Walmart line, me and her both. And, and a lot of times when I would go in a store and it's just me, automatically in my mind, I already pick a guy that I think look way better than me. Mm-hmm. Got the body shape I would want, look mm-hmm. better than me. I already done picked him out. Mm-hmm. Now, she haven't seen him. She don't know anything about him, but this is how the devil play it off, too. The whole time that guy's walking in every area we going, we happen to go that area. Now, she's looking straight ahead to get whatever she got to get. But because he's in front of her and she's looking straight ahead, I'm automatically thinking... She's looking at him. Uh-huh. So my conversation is, oh, you must be like what you see. Ah, uh, and what she said? 
I ain't looking. I wasn't looking. It is what you said. But guess what though? What you said? Hold on. What you said? I, I said, you know, I know you're looking. Uh, you know, quit lying. But but this is the thing we don't realize being jealous how dumb we are. <laughs> they wasn't I'm looking. Like, at, what are you talking but, but, but about? <laughs> but but this is the thing. They wasn't looking. Now we just drew our attention to the guy that we thought looked better than uh, us. So now she see him. So now we just messed up our opportunity yeah. if we thought they what you know was looking. So it's almost like I should have cheated. Like yeah. Keisha Cole well, said, I should have yeah, cheated. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of times that's what happened, which it don't make it right for the woman. She be accused so much of it. That she finally said, I'm tired of fighting this. I'm going to just go ahead and do it if he going to think that. But then she don't realize it's, that makes it worse. Mm-hmm. Now, which he he, he was going to never trust you anyway. But now he never will trust you now. Mm-hmm. So the best thing to do when you're in a relationship like that and he's not able to see himself changing or, or want to change, get out of it. because no, it, That was going to be like one of the next questions. So like, Get out of it. Fast. Because How fast? Run like hell. <laughs> <laughs> Run like here, because I'm gonna tell you this is what happened. When a guy deals with low self esteem and he deals with those issues, what he has to do now is he has to pull you down to his level, even though he's not trying to. Mm-hmm. He have to. So here comes the verbal abuse. Mm-hmm. Uh, you ain't nothing. You'll never amount to nothing. You ain't got nothing going on for yourself. You need me. You got three kids. Who in the world want to take care of you and your kids? Oh wow! Uh, I, mean, I heard all that stuff. I, uh, that's, but see, that's that's <laughs> what they do. And like I said, it's not planned. It's not like they write down a book. And this is how I'm gonna treat her down. This is all. It all relates to those issues that mm-hmm. allowed them to be controlling. You'll never mount anything. Don't nobody else want you. I'm the best thing you ever had. You ain't gonna find nothing else better than me. So first, it comes to verbal. Now, sometimes it can come to. Sometimes it starts with the physical, but it can be the verbal. And uh, and then what he does by remember what I was saying earlier that once you believe a lie, that lie becomes your truth. Mm-hmm. But you're still living in a lie. Mm-hmm. But because you believe that lie, you're acting upon what you believe. Mm-hmm. So now, since he's telling you that you you won't be anything, uh, you don't have any values, now you're walking around with your head down. You believe in it. You feel like he's the best thing you got, even though he's treating you like a dog. You won't get up. You won't get out. He won't let you work. In some cases, he don't want you to be around people because if you be around people, he's afraid that you're going to end up talking to somebody on that job. So now Mm -hmm. you're going to be totally, he's going to have it to where you're totally dependent on him Mm -hmm. to the point where you can't go nowhere because if you go somewhere, you're going to be homeless. Mm -hmm. You're going to have no money in your pocket. Mm -hmm. You're going to be able to buy the things you need to buy. So you are totally stuck. (laughs) But I'm I'm just just going back like, that's why I'm so hard on on being self-sufficient. And I hope that if anybody ever felt like that, and even if that guy, that guy don't even know what he's doing to that woman. He don't. Like, but the good thing is that when you, like now we, we're in a place where we can like peep stuff and act upon it fast. Cause when I'm thinking I like, that was fueled in my fire. When him saying, you know, like, oh, nobody, I never want you in your five kids. Oh, you ain't gonna be able to take care of your kids by yourself or this, right? Thing. That was fueling me. Oh, I can't wait. I'm gonna get, get me a good job. Give me a go. good paying job. Yeah. Okay, I can save my money. And to this day, self Self-sufficient. Uh, there you go. Self-sufficient. Boy, that's what I'm talking about. I like, I like to hear that. Yeah, yeah, I like but for real. That. But what I was about to ask you next was, like, what was the defining moment? Like, what was the the moment that you had that, that, that you had met the path of, okay, jealous, you know, jealous, low self-esteem to, okay, now I'm facing something and I really have to change? Uh, when everything crashed. Mm-hmm. When everything crashed, that's when I realized when I had to change. And, wh- and what you mean when everything crashed? Uh, when, when, me, when, when me and my ex got a divorce, uh-huh. and because uh, I'm, I'm a, and before we got a divorce, I realized it was wrong. 
and I tried to change and I went and I prayed to God and I asked him to remove it for me because I'd done it so long. It became a habit that it was a pull to try to change. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, uh, I give you a prime example. Um, I realized it was wrong trying to, uh, time her when she come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, at a, uh, uh, okay. Damn, yeah. it was timing up. Yeah, I mean, it got that, and I didn't even realize what I was. It got like, uh, yeah, like okay. Oh, it take ten minutes to be in Waynesboro. Mm-hmm. If you're going to get groceries, I give you an hour. You should mm-hmm. be back in about an hour and fifteen minutes. If you back later than that, then okay, who you with? What you doing? What took you so long? Yeah, it got that bad, and it wasn't anything I planned. It was just it was habits. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry, I had it on silent. You fine? Okay. I don't know why I just did that, but it, it, it got to the point where I was being controlling. Mm-hmm. And when I realized that I was, I was trying to save my marriage and save my kids and make it work. When I realized when it's that too late. it was too late because the damage was already done. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I, I was, I was mean, I was treating her mean, uh, all because of that. I mean, all that came into play. And after I got a divorce and everything fell and collapsed, cause I tried to change me. I would go to bed crying at night. Um, praying, asking God to take it from me because I didn't want to be that way anymore. Uh, and it, he just didn't take it away from me then. But because um, I, I didn't want to be separated from my kids and I wanted to be that man I was supposed to be to her. I just didn't know how at the time. Mm-hmm. So after we got our divorce, I realized too, and this is what helped me out because I was like that in my prior relationship with the girl I was with for four years. Mm-hmm. And when I broke up with her, Instead of working on my issues then and fixing me, I jumped straight into a relationship with her and we got married quick. Wow. So I never worked on me and I never looked at my issues. Like I was saying before when we was talking, if someone get married three or four times or they in different relationships five or six times, the common denominator is them. They have some issues that they need to work on because they bring in the same issues to the table. So instead of always putting blame on the other person, you need to start saying, hey, what did I do wrong? Or what could I have done better? Mm-hmm. Or um, what area am I lacking in? So after I got a divorce with her, I said, you know what? I'm going to sit. I'm going to chill for a minute and let me work on myself. And that's when I started to realize, okay, this is where all this came from. This is why I was controlling because of me having low self-esteem, because of me feeling like I wasn't worthy enough of having a pretty woman or because I wasn't handsome enough. Um, this is from people treat me wrong. This is from me being bullied. Mm-hmm. All of that played a part. Cared all of that. All, right? Yeah, all of that played a part mm-hmm. because a lot of times the actions you do or the things you do are based upon what happened to you uh, when you were young mm-hmm. or as you grew up. I give you a prime example. Uh, a, uh, a boy witnessing his mom getting beat. Most likely two things going to happen. He's going to say to himself that he'll never beat a woman and maybe not beat her or by habit, not trying to, when he get upset, his first response is going to be to hit her. Yeah, yeah that's just like um, a dad, a boy growing up without a daddy. Two things going to happen. Either he's going to say, I'll never be like that. I'll be there for my kids, and I'm going to take care of my kids. Or he'll be just like his daddy mm-hmm. and not be there at all. His kids, right. Mm. <sighs> You're learning something today. So, um... Now things are better for you. A whole lot. A whole lot. How, how, how often do you weigh on your past? I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, the past never leave me, but, I mean, I think about it every day. Um, but what I do, because 
this is the thing about it, what people don't realize. And this is what I'm learning. And I'm not trying to get spiritual. This is just my journey. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. At Zenny, we believe everyone deserves access to high-quality, affordable eyewear. That's why we offer stylish prescription glasses for men, women, and kids starting at just $6.95. Our online factory direct model cuts out the metal men, so you save. At Zenny, you get the same quality frame and lens options that you'd get from an optician for one-tenth of the price, including blue blockers, progressives, prescription sunglasses, and more. The best part? Try on any frame, anywhere, with our 3D virtual try-on. Zenny.com. Eyewear for everyone. Everything that happened, especially negative, you got to understand that uh, Satan strategized and he made a plan for it to happen. Mm-hmm. And when you go along with it and you fall along in it, then what he does then is he tries to uh, use that against you and torment you with that every day. Mm-hmm. So what you have to do is you have to decide every day, even when those thoughts come up, because it's going to be a battle every day, you have to choose whether or not you're going to let it affect you, if you're going to be positive or negative to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, just like when they said, when they said Jesus give you life, he give it to you more abundantly. It's by free will. Yeah. You don't, it's not like, boom, I'm happy. You have to choose every day you wake up that I'm not going to let this, I'm not going to let my bills be late. I'm not going to let that bother me. I'm going to have peace about it because I know some kind of way it's going to get taken care of. Come on. You know, I'm not going to, oh man, she just cut me off in this traffic. I'm not going to let my attitude get to the point where I'm going to act a fool. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to come down. It's all right. Maybe she cut me off because if I would have went before her, I might have got an accident or maybe he's trying to keep me from something. So every day you have to choose to think positive instead of negative. And then you have to realize that it's a choice every day. So when that stuff come up and it does, I use that to look back at my growth and also to help me grow. Mm-hmm. So I don't use it in a negative way. I look at it and I say, you know what? Yeah, that's the area where I was. And this is where I want to be when I get in my next relationship. And I never do that again. And I mm. never get in a relationship where I can't trust nobody because I know how miserable I was living in a situation where I didn't have no trust. Because mm-hmm. all, all uh, when, when a guy don't have any trust, it's miserable when you live in and you don't have no trust because it's, it's constantly, fun. you thinking constantly, well, they out there cheating. What they doing? Like you, can't even do, you can't even do regular work. <laughs> you, oh, she out there cheating. You know, no, I, I couldn't do that. Uh-uh. Yeah. Like, so your next relationship, so when you finally get into that, you, gonna, you ain't going to know how to act. Yo, I'm going to know how to act. I mean, I'm you going to know a, how to act, but I'm I mean, it's, it's going to be like almost still brand new because remember the mindset you yeah. was in when you was in your your past relationship. I'm going to be like Trey Song. I'm going to die. Look, I'm telling you, it, it's, it's something different, especially yeah, it when you're liberated it is. It is. and you like coming into yourself. So like things are better for you. Like you, okay, boom, you said that, oh, you shared with me that your heaviest, like you was 300 pounds. Yeah. Like, okay, 300 pounds to me don't seem heavy, heavy. But for you, was 300 pounds your lightest? Yeah, I mean, yeah, the heaviest. Yeah, it was the heaviest for me. And and that was at my low. Like 300 pounds uh, for me, that was at my heaviest. And I wasn't taking care of myself. I was at my low. I, I was tired. Like, I, I could never get enough rest no matter how much i slept i mm-hmm. was drained i was sluggish didn't want to do anything mm-hmm. that was the heaviest how was you dressing that's one i could tell and, about and, a man and, uh, well i'm gonna tell you this too i didn't ha- i didn't know how to dress so 
Um, now I'm learning now. I'm still learning. Look, if anybody out there got any tips or want to take me shopping, and help me <laughs> I do it. Find I some okay, oh, there you go. Like, I'm, I'm always like doing but, stuff like that. <laughs> but yeah, because now I'm trying to find my identity. What people don't realize and what I find out too, like when you marry for somebody uh, for so long, especially a woman, when a woman see a man, and, 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 and y'all can tell me if I'm wrong, and you can tell me when I'm wrong. When you see a man, you envision what you see he can be. Right. 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 All right. So he, he can be raggedy. He can look, he can look like wore down, tore down. But in your eyes, you already got the type of clothes he can wear. You already got what he's capable to bring into the table. You already got a vision of what type of job he can have because y'all are vision pushers. Absolutely. Absolutely. You, you get what I'm saying? I agree. So you already know what they want. So for us, when we get out of that relationship with most men like me, she, she dressed me. So I really didn't have to have uh-huh. a problem of, the outfits and stuff. She dressed me. So yeah. when I got out the you relationship, not, not really. Cause, on, I, cause I'm going to tell you why you I said that. Come on. No, I miss her, you. but the clothes she had me wearing, I wouldn't wear it now. Cause I, 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 you know, cause I felt like I was looking a little bit like Steve Urkel or more like, <laughs> no. um, fat Abba or something. So I, no, but I do miss, I do miss that. Yeah. Now. Yeah. I got, I got new swag now. y'all. <laughs> you know, I hadn't heard this new song that came on, man. I, I can't get it out of my hand. It? Um, by, uh, Greasy ball, um, nice and slow. God, dog. Nice that's a, slow. yes, Lord. That's my swag. There. <laughs> Look, when I step out the patrol car and I step my foot on the ground, uh-uh, they, uh-uh. the people hear me coming, nice and slow. <laughs> they hear it. They know it. They know I'm coming. That's my swag. It's <laughs> my swag. You what you telling? Like- that's my swag, boy. Look, 300 pounds, you losing weight. So, boom, you're like, forget it. Like, I got to get myself together. Yeah. Got in the gym, start eating better, looking well. So, thank like, you, this you. is the product from you losing weight. So, how much weight you said you done lost? So far now, 45 pounds. Um, I, um, my goal now, I got to lose 20 more pounds within uh, a month because I made a bet with this guy. So Oh, yeah, so I love challenges. Oh, yeah, he challenged me. me. He challenged me. So, I got 20 more pounds to move. My goal within a year or two is to compete. Uh, bodybuilding show natural oh, yeah. though do it natural uh-huh. so that's my goal so i'm working hard on that yeah i love i like watching uh bodybuilding things like that i slick i told you earlier i slick that's like one of my little um interests is the power lift okay. um i watched this it's a lady in augusta she probably would never know it but her name is anitra and um i follow anitra and anitra is a female bodybuilder she lives and when i tell you my girl live she do composite, like the Arnold Schwarzenegger competitions. Like, I think that's the name of it. I think she's been there. Sure. Yeah, like she's been there. And I watch it. Um, when I was in the gym, I was lifting weights and all that kind of stuff. And let me tell you, people think like, oh, lifting weights will bulk you up. No, no, no. That's when you burn your fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when you burn your fat. And when yeah. I was in, like, body pump class, because I was doing it to learn the correct technique, how mm-hmm. to make sure, you know, I'm, my feet are positioned, making sure I'm in the right, you know, the mm-hmm. right technique. Doing that, and then I was doing that like three times a week, and my body was slimming up. I was like, "Shit, your oh, yeah, There you go. Shit, I love it. Tone, it was toning me yeah. as I was losing at the same time. So I, I had like, "Ooh, ooh I gotta do it." So I still want to get into that too. I'm gonna get my heart together. Oh, we, you, and you I, gonna get it? Oh, you gonna oh, get yeah. it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really like good. once, once I have it. my um my procedure, I'm gonna really go in. Okay. I'm gonna really go in. Yeah, I look. I want to um. I want to work on that, but I'm gonna get my breast. I'm gonna get me a breast reduction, get all that stuff done, and I'm gonna really be in the well, game. You gonna be on it? Well, you already in the game. You just mm. gonna put yourself more in the game. I got you. I'm gonna tell you, so they already can't tell me nothing. They I got really you. Gonna, <laughs> they really ain't gonna tell the bodacious queen nothing. You. Do you hear me? Bodacious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, so, so cool question. So, like, what's on your playlist when you're working out? 
Oh man, I, I I listen to a lot of stuff. Like, um, well, what's your go-to song when you know you need to pump up? When you get pumped up, t- boy, I love Ti. Um, uh-huh. Ti, you know they call me Big Drip at the gym. I guess because I sweat a lot uh-huh. there too. So my favorite song every time he get to that lyric, big old drip. You know what I mean? Like you <laughs> talk about me, I get hyped up. Then I be hitting it hard. But I listen to Ti. I love a little bit of um. I love Chance the Rapper. Mm-hmm. Um, I love uh, 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 what's his name? He go around uh, the baby. He go around slapping people. The baby, yeah, the baby, uh, the baby. I, I love him. So um, that's uh. So what song you turn on when you gotta push through? When you know you like forget it. I can't do it no more. I'm tired. But I need to get through this next set. I need to get you, through this you, next you, set. It's still your fucking set. You, you want me to be honest set. with you? Um, it's not a song I push through. I just tell myself. I, I, look, I'm not going. They're going to have to carry me out. I don't. I don't make that motivation that I'm going to work hard and give it my all. And if I die in there doing it, I just die. Look, your shirt say "Do the work." I do like the work, that. And, and that's it. That's all. CT Fletcher is still your set. That's it. My, I can, ain't going to say what he said. Yes, but I love CT Fletcher. I command you to grow. 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 <laughs> Yeah. I love CT. I love him too, man. Yeah, that's my motivation. I love CT. Man, you I listen me? to him. I listen to CT too. Yeah, that's my dog. CT don't play, man. He been through a lot. Yes, but wait. wait oh, let me tell you. And, and he back stronger than yeah, ever. I yeah, follow him on IG. Yeah. Stronger than ever. CT Fletcher, Kai Green. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I started, uh, I think his name is Simeon. Panda, I'm not too sure. He's mm-hmm. he, yeah, so I, I look at a lot of those ah. videos, and I tell you what else I do too. Um, that helps me to stay encouraged. Les Brown, I look at motivational. Oh, I love Les. Uh, Les. Oh, Mamie Brown, baby boy. Yeah, yeah. Hey, the bamboo tree. If you <laughs> ever wanna uh, 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 feel positive, or or you you up, upset, depressed, uh. or you feel like, man, why is it taking so long for my dream to happen, or why is it taking so long for this relationship to come? Man, listen to Bamboo Tree, Les Brown. Bam, okay, I look, I haven't heard it. I, I, when I tell you I'm a Les Brown friend, my friends know. Like, I, when I get up in the morning and make my bed or when I walk and stuff, I, I'm an audio person. So, versus me jumping to music or stuff yeah. like that, I got to get my, I got to get that mm-hmm. in me because that's part of my self-talk. You know, sometimes I know that you notice that prior to, you know, the, the way you handled things and did things and how you reacted to things was all about your self-talk to yourself. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And I'm really, really understanding. I went to a training uh, two weeks ago, um... Shout out to Jason L. Scott. He's actually a top earner in Total Life Changes. Okay. And he invited me to an, uh, to a training. I'm thinking it was about products, but I knew it was because he's very, very uh, psychological. He's very into the mind. I'm like, I got to be in the room. Anyways, the whole training was on self-talk to yourself. And I was like, you know what? This was this was for me because I was I, one of my prayers with God was like, what is it, God? Like, what is it? Is it me? You know, like, why I feel like one is is this way, but in my mind it's a whole nother way. Why I'm not achieving what I need to achieve? Is it me? So I really, I'm really in a place right now where I'm doing a lot of self-reflecting. I'm really trying to, like, do my own work, mm-hmm. do my own work if I can tell anybody else to do theirs. And so it was all about self-talk. So, boom, I'm up in the morning, and I got Les Brown. I have Zig Ziglar. I have Jim Rohn. I have Sarah, J., uh, Sarah uh, Jakes. Let me tell you something. That's my thug right there. <laughs> That's my that's thug. Your, that's your ride or die. That's my thug. Let me tell you, so I was walking um in my neighborhood the other day, and she when I said she had to turn me up, and I was like walking down the road, you better go, Sarah. Yeah. Like she, like she definitely put it the way she's just delivered the word. She did it. She just re, just did it in such a relatable way. Like yes, but see, yes. But that's how people want it. Like be real and deliver it relatable absolutely um don't front i mean you know you have issues you're not perfect 
So don't act like you're perfect. Sometimes if you just show your flaws, people would come to you more with flaws than they would with you acting like you holding it and out. Absolutely. Transparent. And yeah. that's one of the once one of the things I, I pride myself on, especially here on Big Girl Big Talk. In any anything that I'm involved with, I am very transparent. I always tell myself, damn, Sean, you telling too much on yourself. But you know I'm is? always transparent because it's like people can relate to you when you show you telling them the real. Yeah. The real in a raw. Life is Life is just what it is. And, yeah, we got to get through it, but life is what it is. It is, and then I was gonna say something else too. Um, with what you were saying when you was talking about that inner self—that's the biggest battle for that's the rest of battle. our life. You're gonna always battle with inner self. I give you a prime example. There's some people out there that probably want to do a business, but that inner self, man, you can't do it. You don't yeah. know nothing about that business. Mm-hmm. Some people that want to get up and go to the gym, man, you ain't gonna lose no. Wait, mm-hmm. don't do that. That's when you have to talk to yourself and say, shut up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to the gym. Yeah. Shut up. If they can do it, I can, I can do, do it. it. Yeah. What make them smarter than me? You know? So uh, that, that that's that's the struggle. Your inner self. I fight with my inner self every, every single day. Yeah. Every day. And that's why, and that's what I be talking to people about. That's just, if, if I could share anything, I'm sure if you can share it, it's all about your self-talk because mm-hmm. people need to hear that. How many people you come across, especially in your line of work, family and friends and you listen to them talk to themselves and like, well, you don't count yourself out yeah. before you even started. You don't If you tell you, me yeah. you can't, especially with somebody joining me in the business, like they tell me, well, I'm not a salesman or I can't do this. I say, well, you can't because you don't already said it, you know, like don't count yourself out before you already done did it. So I, you. I, you definitely did. I definitely share it all the time. Come on, man. If you can't, you can't. If you say you can you can't normally yeah. anything, anything you put your mind to do and like, okay, boy, I'm going to get up and I'm going to work out for yourself or I'm going to do my own work. I'm going to be a better person. I want to be better for that next yeah. relationship, whether it is a, a romantic relationship or was a business partnership. I want to be the best version of myself that I can be. So, yeah. And, and you write about that. And I, and I would say this, and I'm glad you said that um, we will invest in, everything else except ourselves. Come on, saints. Come no, on. It's the truth. It, it's on. the truth. We, we invest in getting these nice cars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We invest in trying to get a nice house. There's nothing wrong with that, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. you don't put any investment into building your education up, building your knowledge up, um, building your self-awareness up, building you up. Because if you build yourself up, then everything else that you're trying to obtain will come. Because will line up. Yeah, it will line up. Absolutely. But you're working on the opposite of what you should be. You know, build yourself up. Build yourself up. Build yourself up. And then with that being said, just like I was sharing with my friends yesterday, um, another recording I'm going to do, I'm going to title it, I'm going to title it For the Sake of Love. Um, And that comes to a place where frequently I see a lot of women, you know, we, we are not, we don't heal ourselves. We don't deal with ourselves. So we go into parenting. We go into relationships, marriages, business relationships, like trying to uh, please everybody else and we bow and deal in the inside. And one of the examples is just basically women giving up their dreams and their careers to try to, to push a man. And my take is, and I'm going to get into that podcast. I ain't going to go into it, but we have to be our own entity first. Let's build ourselves up individually first. Yeah. So with that said, being individual, he said he's single. Now we're going to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, he said he's single. And y'all know I had to ask him that question because I, I find myself tending to be asking that question all the time when guys approach me, I meet people, and I'm like, what type of women you like? So you got this new life, 
you're you're now you're on the right track. You're your own entity right now, you know. So tell me about like um oh he said he 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 like all kind of women, like thicker women plus size women. Yeah, yeah he made those skinny women, he necessarily say he went. So tell me about your single like and what you what you looking for in this new in this newness life. Okay. If I can say that, if that. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I, like I got stuck for words. Well, well, well um, <laughs> I guess right now, what I'm looking for, I, um, and it's hard to find for me right now. I, I'm, I'm not trying to get in a serious relationship as of yet. I'm doing like uh, dating here and there to try to get to know someone, but it's hard to find a woman that want the same thing you want right now without getting a commitment. Like, I wouldn't mind having a woman I can hang out with, have a good time with. If we get physical, we get physical. Uh, we but no commitment just yet. Um, but it seems like once to get to that physical part, and we be on the on the understanding. But once to get to the physical part, then it's a tie down. I don't want the tie down yet. Not saying that I won't have it, but I'm not looking for that yet. I just want to have fun. I want to continue to learn myself, build myself up, and from time to because you get lonely from time to time. From time to time, just have somebody I can chill with. You know, women will will think that's a cop out to not for a guy saying he doesn't want to be committed. But that's true because I'm in that place right now too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and, and but I'm gonna tell you when I say it's a cop out, and I can understand that because a lot of them go through that. It's a cop out when you mislead the woman and you make her think that you want to be in a serious relationship. Then that's a cop out. Mm-hmm. You ought to be truthful and upfront with what you want when you meet with her and go mm-hmm. from there. Um, now, by not no means am I saying that I want to stay that way because I eventually do want to get married again. I eventually do want to be um, just with one woman when I get married. You sure about that? Oh, yeah, I'm positive and committed to her. Cause you I, want kids? You want any more uh, kids? No, nah, I'm good with the kids. I got enough. <laughs> I'm good. Look here, it'd it be hard. You'd be waiting for them to get in school, and then when they all get in school, you slip up and <laughs> had a good night, and you find out, oh, by the way, you got another yeah. one coming. Now you got to start all the way back over with daycare and all that, waking up 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning. I can't do that shit no more. I'm sorry, I can't do that no more, y'all. I can't do it. Pray for me. I'm, I, see, I'm not that spiritual, y'all. I'm God's still working on me. But yeah. Listen, well, I told you on the phone when I talked to you, I said, I cuss a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no, I can't. Yeah, so, I can't hey, we, I'm, we, hey, and on this platform, there's no judgment. You can be yourself, but I definitely understand you're saying what you're saying, though. Yeah, I almost walked out on that one day when you said kids. I'm through. You done? Now, kids? I'm going to tell you what happened with me one time. I'm going to let you go. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm going to go from there. Um, this one girl that I was with, and we was just friends, and we were just kicking it. She lied to me for nine months, and she was pregnant. Oh, wow. She fooled me. Had a belly sticking out and everything, and I was so blind. Sent me sonograms, videos of the baby, saying this is our baby moving and stuff. Shut up. I ain't lying. And then uh, it came to an end. I found out she was lying. I'm going to tell you how I found out she was lying. So it wasn't adding up. Every time the date kept changing when she was supposed to have the baby, and all of a sudden the baby just kept getting sick. So I'm like, man, this baby's already dying, ain't you? Oh, ain't no <laughs> so when it's getting close, the baby's like, every day, the baby barely made it. I'm like, God, dog, this baby is fighting. I'm thinking this baby going to come out and be used by God. My leg, this baby just fighting to come in the world. So every day, this baby was fighting with something. So I was like, okay. And so, you believing it. Yeah, I'm believing it because she's sending me pictures. She's sending me sonograms. She poking her stomach out. Her ass was getting fat for real. I'm talking no. about her, yeah, her stomach. What you call that big. syndrome? I, I, when you start believing a, it. A dummy syndrome. <laughs> but um, she was getting big. She was getting that. But uh, what I didn't look for, because I know what, you know, when the woman pregnant, they get that little line. Uh-huh. And I didn't look for that. I was uh-huh. just believing everything else. So she called me today. We talked. Um, she was like, 
yeah, um, I just lost the baby. The doctors took the baby. And now here it is. She's supposed to be nine months. I said, okay, well, I said, I'll tell you what. I'm coming up there. Because, see, I really didn't go to any of the appointments because I let her know that I wasn't trying to be in a committed relationship, but I will take care of the baby. And, two, she, she I know the sign bad, but she 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 was ugly and I didn't want to be seen. With oh. So she, I'm just saying, but, I mean, it's, come on. but everybody okay. is beautiful in God's eyes. <laughs> it just, she wasn't beautiful so in my eyes. So you smashed the ugly girl. Yeah, now love. Now you're trying to hide her. Because she had a big old butt. Oh. But, um, I love a butt and a smile. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I told you that. A big oh. butt and a smile. Yeah, oh, but, but but I did, and when but I the condom broke, and she said she was pregnant, so I manned up. And if, if she'd have had the baby, I'd have, I'd have been, I'd have walked, I'd have been seen with. Her. I'd let everybody know that's that's my oh, baby mama. Oh, I want. Oh, how would you have did that? I, I, how you would have felt? Well, you know, I would I would have played it all. Yeah, we was drunk. That's my baby mama. <laughs> but she, like she yeah, she be, she beautiful and her, and, and I'm glad because she was cross-eyed and most of the people in her family cross-eyed. So the Stop baby probably would have came Stop out cross-eyed with glasses. What kind of night that was? Huh? It was a good night. Now I, I almost went back. Now that she because I had nothing in the way. It was good. Now she was good. I, I forgot about her looks. I, boy, good. <laughs> Ain't it? Some of you didn't. You can't even last long. No. Oh. Yeah, no. It was oh, good. Now nah, I get that to it now. She has some good. She has some <laughs> good. Yeah. You got me reminiscing. I'm thinking about that. Oh yeah, it was good. I tell you that. Now I tell you. Oh, that so now. it was worth it. It was worth it. So now. it worth that. It was worth them nine months. It was worth it. I would. T- <laughs> I would. I was free balling by. So after that, that was her way of probably keeping you connected. She was trying. No, she was. I think she was trying to get me to really get her pregnant right. for real though. Because uh, after that, okay, so after um, she told me that, I said, you know what? I'm going to go up there to the hospital. Now, this is what she told me. She said she went to, she was at a big old hospital in Sylvania. And she showed me the picture of the hospital. Then when I video chat her live at the same time, she was behind a trailer. Like, that didn't add up. She showed me, she was talking to me behind a double wide trailer. I said, it don't look like a 24-story hospital you just showed me. Wow. You somewhere out of the trailer. So after that, she decided that she going to go to Augusta University. Now, how you go all the way from Savannah to Dayton? Now they bringing you to Augusta University. It wasn't adding up. So when I went there, because I said I want to see the baby. Well, you ain't going to see the baby because the baby ain't nothing but so small. How? And the baby was nine months. You showed me pictures of the baby halfway grown. The baby looked like he was one years old <laughs> from the pictures she showed me. And now the baby ain't nothing? I'm like, this ain't adding up. So, but you believe it. I believed it because her ass was getting big. Her stomach <laughs> was getting big. She was eating every couple of weeks. She kept sending me test messages. I need some prenatal, uh, prenatal vitamins and stuff. And she would give me updates on what the doctor said. She had a schedule when she claimed she was going oh, to the doctor we can, we appointment. Yeah, she always conniving then. I oh. gave her some money for that. Now it was good. I ain't gonna ask for it back. But um, <laughs> I was thinking about that. I want my money back, but it was good. I paid for it. But um, okay. I didn't pay for it like prop. No, not no prostitute because I'm a law. No, no, we, no, no we didn't just, say that. Okay, you I, did not I, say I just that. I want to clarify. I didn't no, pay you, for you it. You like said that. it fine the first okay, time. All right. But um, after that though, um, I talked to the doctor because she, I guess she thought I wasn't gonna ask the doctor. Uh. Um, I said, um, is the baby gonna be okay? And the doctor looked at me like, huh? What is? What are you talking about? So is the baby gonna be all right? Um, he said no. Uh, um, she said she was only. Uh, she claimed she was two weeks pregnant. Like, hold on, this ain't adding up. Because in my mind, I'm, I'm, it wasn't registered in two weeks, and you told me nine months. Make a long story short, after that, I walked out of the hospital. I ain't talked to her no more. I blocked her. She still tried to reach out to me now, but I blocked her, and 
And and I don't have no conversation because I had to break that down to my kids because I realized the mistake I made. So I had to talk to them all, even my ex. I sat around and said, look, I wasn't planning this. This is what happened, but I want y'all to know so it won't surprise y'all. And my daughter was ready because she thought she was going to have a sister. Oh, wow. So then she lied and none of that happened. She took it to the ring. It was that good. It was just that good. It was that good to where I said, well, let me try one more time. (laughs) And then I break it all. But I said, no, I can't do that. Mm -mm. (laughs) Chris, this was good. (laughs) (laughs) Good That was good. Chris said, this was good. good. (laughs) But you know what I'm saying? I'm sitting here talking to you. One thing I, I, I find intriguing um, just like your stories that, you know, it's, it's rare to hear a man just just uh, share um, their knowledge and their love for God. Um, I will always shout that out. That's a definitely a good a characteristic. You know, you got to be a man after God's own heart. And to hear how you say, well, pray, you got to be spiritual. Not, not spiritual, like, because, you know, things are different. We are unlearning a lot of things that was traditionally. Tradition, do you agree? True, true, true. So, like, um, when you say spiritual, like she just want her to be spiritual, you want her to have knowledge of higher power. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I want her to have a source that she can go to, and um, she could because I'm not perfect myself. Like, you know, Christianity say we can't have sex before marriage. I love coochie, mm. so um, so you ain't gonna wait. So that's the part you're gonna admit, huh? Yeah, I mean that's that's why I'm messing I up at. So I ain't I perfect. About, I was thinking about that when you was talking. I ain't perfect. I was like, a lot of people like to admit, and, and not you, but just in general. We'll carry that Bible. We'll talk that Bible. No, we'll speak ain't, that ain't Bible. Perfect. Yeah, no. But one no. thing about it, when it comes to that sex piece on there about yeah. the mesh. Oh, shoot. A lot oh, of people. They throw yeah. that out the window. Yeah, no. That, that, yeah, that's out the window. So you first. can't wait. Wait for what? They're saying you can't wait a period of time. You can't wait to say, okay, wait till I get in my, until I get married again, so I have sex. Well, I mean, you should, but I'm this, asking, can I you? Cannot, no, because I don't want to lose what I know. I don't want to. How you think you gonna lose it? I want to practice. You think God ain't gonna sustain you? No, I want to. He pra- ain't gonna keep you. No, I want to practice. I want to. It's like a bicycle. No, it ain't. It's Once different. Once you stop, you always know how no, to ride. If you ain't had nothing to wind, then the, 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 you they gonna you gonna pre do what you do before you even get started. And well, you gotta get it out of the way first. You know that trick. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> you, got, you, you know you ain't did it. Why you gotta go yeah, and get I, that first yeah, one yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come nah, on, you know that. Nah. Nah, I don't want to wait. I need to, though. <laughs> I, I don't want to wait, though. You need to? I need to. <laughs> I need to. Listen, I heard that the semen retention is what it helps you with your strength. So, like, while you was talking about... Um, I'm weak. <laughs> yeah, I'm weak. I don't even lift up that much weight. No, nope, I don't. I'm gonna be honest with you. My leg game is weak. Yeah, I be about to what fall when I be squatting stuff. You wanted, you wanted to be into I, I know. The, if the I got, competition, then I'm gonna do something else. So I, the semen would teach you what hell. No, I got lit of that. <laughs> I lit of that. I'm weak. I ain't gonna lie, I'm weak in that area then. I, I don't even try to match. So you know what? I'm glad you told me oh, that because okay. now you make me change my goal. I don't even want to be a bodybuilder no more. I just want my body <laughs> I want my body to look good, so I change because I'm weak in that. Don't if you, I got to stop that But that would that only help and improve. Well, I don't want saying. to no more. I like dropping my kids off <laughs> in the toilet or at the sock. So I'm good. I'm good. Nope. I'm good. No. <laughs> Drop them off. I prefer black socks. And white socks kind of cut you up. Black socks. I'm done I'm with you. Yeah, I'm good. Chris, this, day, this has been a fun episode. I'm just so glad you just, like I said, decided to share with us. Be open. 
I'm so glad you did. How do you feel? This was have this. Have you ever did a podcast before? No, this is my first time doing this. How do you feel about it? I like it. I like it. I love it. Thank you for inviting me on, and hopefully, I can do some more. I like. Yeah, it. yeah. I'm just trying to find a man. Um, you in particular decided. I want to find a man that really like big girls. Like really, really, really like big girls. So listen, you know what? Tell me how I'm going to get on this podcast. We're going to talk about that. Okay. Um, I, I, be I was trying to get it out of you, but when I was listening, though, I was asking him this question. Uh, like, yeah, nah, yeah, 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 you can holler at me. I, yeah, I, I yeah. go ahead and tell you now. Go ahead and get it over with now. You can call me on the next segment. I'll tell you. Uh, but uh, you don't. Re- but no, you don't. You're not. You you're not a lover of big girls. Yeah, I, I, I love. No, you're I, not. I, look, no, you're I, not. I love. I love. Uh, I mean, actually, not, not, but not. She is, she big, but she she got to have. Uh, uh, you want her to be proportionate. Yeah, yeah, but because you got some big women that's big, but ain't got no backside, like mm-hmm. just straight back. You know, you got to have something. I have seen because uh, you're an ass man. Yeah, like you said, yeah, so you want to have ass. But I mean, but she can be big, but let her have some ass to it because you got like you got some women. Well, she got big stomach. Well, that's all right. We can get past can that. Past yeah, we, can work, we, can put, we can push that thing up with love and <laughs> go on in there and do what we got to do. That's all right. But, <laughs> yeah, take love. Just push it on up. Yeah, but still, you, you don't. I'm talking about me that really loves it, like really loves it, like fetish type. Yeah, I mean. No, I, you're not a fetish type. I, I, I could tell if you was. You're not a fetish type. Well, hey, I don't mind a big woman. All I'm saying is she got to have something back there now. If she big and she ain't got no butt and it's just all back, like she take off her clothes and you don't see nothing back there. <laughs> Straight up and down. Yeah, you just see a big round back and nothing at the bottom. So why won't you say, baby, let's go do some squats? She's gonna have to do something for a long time. <laughs> she's gonna take a couple of years. Yo, I ain't, she's ain't, got that, ain't got that long to wait. I'm trying to get it now. Put I got to, to wait six or seven years for you to build a booty. Up. And then when you build it up, it ain't gonna be big. It's gonna be a little lump. Look up. A little lump. Yeah. <laughs> Did all that for you? Have you ever seen the movie? Um, uh, what's the name of that movie? Avengers, the end, uh, uh, not the end game, but the uh, the one before the end game. Have you uh, seen Avengers? No. Uh, old dude Iron Man did all he could to hurt Thanos, and then Thanos said, "You did all that for a drop of blood, <laughs> so you're gonna do all them squats for just that little plump, a, a little plump, no, little plump, no. little booties matter, little booty." Uh, yeah, it do. <laughs> little booties matter. Little booties We're gonna do a campaign. Little booties matter. Little booties matter. Yeah, little booties matter. <laughs> little booties need love too. Love them all. Oh goodness. With that being said, guys, listen. This is uh, we are ending the podcast, guys. This thank you guys for tuning in. Oh, oh, y'all already know I shared with him about the products. Total Life Changes. I A so detox tea, Nutriburst, uh, NRG re- resolution drops. Y'all guys already know I put him on. So hey, don't be surprised if you see my boy with a bottle of Nutriburst smiling and showing the ladies that every man that's healthy is sexy. Do you there agree? You I agree. Health is the new wealth. And and and, and too, could you tell them um, also because I just do encouraging things too. They can follow me on oh, yeah, TikTok. Yeah. Drop, drop, uh, your, drop your, how can uh, they find you? Uh, they can look me up, Christopher Green on TikTok. Um, also Instagram, uh, Facebook. What's your name on Instagram? Uh, Christopher Green. Christopher Green, um, okay. Uh, they can look me up and they can see my videos. They can see my progress from where I started at and with me losing weight and they can see me working out um, in the gym. Um, so they, they, it's just encouraged for encouragement. So check that out. And like my videos, y'all. Like my videos because I want to feel like I'm famous, so absolutely. Like we, y'all make sure y'all go find him. I'm gonna go make sure I uh, find him and love his stuff. Y'all there support him. That just for showing up and just sharing with us today. So with that being said, we are out. Big Bye. girl, big talk. <laughs> you later. <laughs>
<laughs> you know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery! Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Still paying hundreds of dollars for prescription glasses? Let's change that. At Zenni.com, our factory direct model means no middlemen or outrageous markups. Just the same quality frames and lens options as the other guys for one-tenth the price. Zenni offers prescription glasses starting at $6.95, as well as affordable sunglasses, blue blockers, and more. The best part? Try any frame, anywhere, with our 3D virtual try-on. Visit Zenni.com today and change the way you buy glasses forever.